Shopify's already taken the cash register online, helping millions sell billions around the world. But did you know that Shopify can do the same thing at your retail store? Give your point of sale system a serious upgrade with Shopify. Shopify POS is your command center for your retail store. From accepting payments to managing inventory, Shopify has everything that you need to sell in person. And with Shopify, you get a powerhouse selling partner that's going to effortless unite your in-person and online sales into just one source of truth. You're going to be able to track every sale across your business in one place and know exactly what's in stock. You could connect with customers inline and online. And Shopify, it's going to help you drive store traffic with plug and play tools built for marketing campaigns. So we're talking about TikTok to Instagram and beyond. Get hardware that fits your business, take payments by smartphone, transform your tablet into a point of sale system, or you can use Shopify's POS Go Mobile device for battle tested solutions. Shopify's award-winning help is there to support your success every step of the way. I say do retail right with Shopify. Sign up for $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash headspace. That's all lowercase. So you're going to go to shopify.com slash headspace to take your retail business to the next level today. I'm going to say it one more time. Shopify.com slash headspace. Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings. From premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts, start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market. Hello, my name is Ali Abdal and welcome to Radio Headspace and to Monday Morning. I happen to be guest hosting Radio Headspace this week and it's so great to be here with you. If we haven't met yet, I'm a former doctor turned YouTuber, author, and most importantly for this session here, a productivity expert. And over time, I've developed a new approach to productivity, all about doing more of the things that make us feel good. And I call this approach feel good productivity. And somehow publishers approached me to write a book about it. And so I have a book called Feel Good Productivity, shameless plug. And so this week, we're gonna be diving into the principles of productivity that feels good. We're gonna talk about how productivity can actually boost our energy, the cure to procrastination, and how to stay productive without losing steam. This episode is all about hustle culture and how doing more doesn't always produce more. So the whole hustle culture thing is really about the idea that if you just grind it out a little bit more, if you're more disciplined and you have more grit and you just do more stuff, then that is the thing that's gonna get you what you want. And it's true to an extent. It is true to the extent that sometimes you don't feel like going to the gym and in those moments, it's worth exercising a little bit of willpower or discipline to get yourself to the gym. But I think the issue with hustle culture as a whole and this whole like discipline type narrative of just like, you know, just do hard things is that if you're trying to sustain yourself through the grind and the grit and the discipline, 
that's just a recipe for burnout. Like, sure, discipline is good in small doses if you want to get yourself started on something, but the way we ideally want to be sustaining it over the long term is by finding a way to make the thing feel good. You know, I managed to get through high school by not having to study too hard, and I was, you know, just doing reasonably well in exams. But then when I got into medical school, suddenly it was like I was being hit in the face because suddenly I was just like very mediocre and I had to work really, really, really hard to even vaguely keep up with what was going on. And I also didn't particularly enjoy my time at university. And I thought, you know, university is supposed to be the best time of your life. But then in my second year, it was it was pretty cool because we had a lecture in psychology, which was all about effective study techniques. And immediately it was like this, you know, a, a light bulb went on in my head and I was like, oh my goodness, like, how has no one ever told me this before? And I started applying these various techniques to my life. And I realized, oh, these techniques are helping me be more productive with my studies, They're helping me learn and understand more. And I'm no longer burning myself out. And along the way, I also realized that given that university is supposed to be the best time of your life, why don't I try and find a way to make it fun? And I found that if I was just doing the smart things and finding a way to make them fun, suddenly med school became a lot easier and I ended up smashing my exams without even working that hard. And it really comes down to, you know, find, find a smart way of doing the thing you're trying to do and then try and enjoy the journey as much as possible. Because when you're having fun and productivity takes care of itself. I really learned this firsthand when I was working in the emergency department in my, in my hospital. And it was in, in one of my first shifts where, you know, there was the, the waiting room was absolutely teeming with patients. Like we were so overrun and I was like, oh my goodness, like I got to work really hard. I've got to try and see patients as quickly as possible. And one of the senior doctors, he kind of came up to me and he asked me, you know, have you taken a break? And I was like, no, but you know, there's all these patients in the waiting room. I don't want to take a break. I'm fine. And he like literally reached across and turned off my computer. <laughs> and he was like, look, you know, the, the, the patients will, will, will always keep on coming. And he kind of explained that actually taking a break is going to help me show up as a better doctor. And so this is an example for medicine, obviously, but I, I think it applies to all of our lives as well. You know, there is this proverbial waiting room in all of our lives. There is this endless to-do list. We always have more that we could be doing. And with that approach, if we think that we can actually get through all of it, that is such a recipe for burnout. Instead, I think the goal is to figure out what are the small amount of things that really matter to us and how do we find a way to make progress in those things in a way that feels good and also in a way that's sustainable. So there are really three main components of feel-good productivity. Component number one is energize. Component number two is unblock. And component number three is sustain. So energize basically means how can you find a way to turn your work into a source of energy? And we've got the three Ps, play, power, and people. These are the things that if we incorporate into our, into our work, it makes our work feel good and it helps us be more productive, but it also generates energy. Hence why they're called the energizers. Then component number two is unblock. And this is about unblocking ourselves from the various things that can make our work feel bad or drain our energy. And these are the things that often lead to procrastination. And so the three blockers for most people are uncertainty, fear, and inertia. And so we've got various techniques for overcoming those three blockers. And then component number three of feel-good productivity is sustain. 
how do you sustain this productivity over the long term? And this is basically about finding a way to conserve your energy, finding a way to recharge your energy, and then finding a way to align whatever you're doing in the here and now with where you actually want to be. And if you apply these principles to your life, then all of this stuff can be really helpful. And we're going to get more into each of these key ideas throughout the week. So that's it for me today. If you want to learn more about maximizing your productivity in a healthy and sustainable way, the Headspace app has an entire feel-good productivity collection. Also, if you like, you can check out my book, Feel Good Productivity, to go deeper on everything we're going to talk about this week. Tune in tomorrow for some more productivity tips.